0: All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: All right, episode 184. Uh, We're going to recap week two. Uh, We got our Player of the Week nominations um, that just got sent out. We got our uh, Power Rankings and Predictions, and then, of course, uh, our movie reviews. This time is going to be The Longest Yard. Now, uh, week one, I'm sorry, week two. Um, the first game of the night, Minnesota Society versus 3 and D. Minnesota Society was able to get the win eighty-six to eighty-one. Um, tough, tough game for three and D. Um Jeremy Hines did not have his best showing. Uh A D had it going. Um, you know, guys really just didn't we, we really just didn't come to play. I thought defensively, uh, we did okay. Probably could've done a little better. Uh, but we put ourselves in a situation where uh, the possessions down the stretch, uh, they got uh, you know really really tight, and uh, we we started pressing a little bit, and it just didn't work out in our favor. We had uh, numerous opportunities. I think we got the lead to three with the ball. Um, took a long three, probably a, a tough tough shot from Jeremy. Probably could have probably could have went uh, you know for the two. I thought we should have went for the two, considering how um, how. Uh, uh, Minnesota side was shooting from the free throw line. They were not shooting well. We still had another timeout, so uh, I thought we could have played the free throw game and maybe had one more crack at it. But uh, I live with the decision, and I trust Jeremy Hines uh, moving forward. You know, even after the game, he didn't look like he was uh, rattled at all. He was just like, mm, you know, it was a bad game. You know, he just he has that he has that Kobe mentality, like early Kobe mentality, like, mm, well, uh, I'll have a better game next time. You know, this is no big deal. So uh, shout out to. Um, Shout-out to Minnesota Society for playing a, a well-rounded game. Um, I thought they had a game plan. Angelo uh, played well. Musa was pretty locked in. Their, their entire squad uh, finished in double figures. And Bashan uh, was, was brilliant in the fourth, uh, with the exception of maybe some late-game free throws. But he made the ones that he needed, and they were able to get the dub. Oh, and shout-out to yeah. Shane, too. My goodness, Shane was lights out.
1: Yeah, yeah, Shane had a great game. Mm-hmm. Um probably the best game they've had, Probably in my three or four seasons
0: now. Yeah, uh, I have to, I'd have to look back. He, he, had, he had a great, great season. I mean, a uh, great, great game.
1: Yeah, and uh, looking at this, I want to say, um, I said that there will only be one team undefeated after week two. And seems like I was right. Uh, and this was the game that I felt like could possibly be the kicker, it was going to be the kicker. Um, and... Let's just put it like this. Balance score between everybody. I mean, you know, you got 24, 21, 18. It was like balanced scoring. And then, like, the low score was like Angelo. But Angelo had 13 rebounds mm-hmm. still. Like, he, he, he affected the game in so many ways. It was the most well-rounded game I also have seen him play. Uh, so, you kind of just had that, that mix. And that's what they're still missing, guys. Uh, they can be dangerous. And they could really be a man to society going forward. Uh, they tried. They, and to be honest with you, they controlled the game the whole time against like, a team that like was dominant last week. And you guys, yeah. uh, I do want to give Jeremy Heis. They have his best game, but he still put up numbers. Yeah, 11 and five mm-hmm. with three steals. Um, so he will play better. Uh, he still gave guys a chance to win. But like, uh, you know, Ad said, you know, he felt like this season is gonna be better because he feels like. He got enough help. Um, well, with that being said, he didn't necessarily get the help that he felt like he needed this game. Uh, so, I mean, it was a lot of little inside butt buckets missed on the inside uh, that Gary and Brandon got to make. make. Uh, guys were a Mike, was another dead-eye shooter that kind of spread the defense out. But well, this is where y'all need to bite the most, though they actually got into a, a, a zone, like a 3-2 zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of really spread you guys <clears> out. <throat> and they didn't have that dead-eye shooter to kind of get them out of their zone. So they just kind of throughout the game stayed in it. They'll play a little man, then they go back to their zone. And they never really had to get, get out of the zone because you guys never shot them out of it. Um, yeah, I shot 27% from 3 this game. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, why would I get out of my zone if nobody's making them. You know what I'm saying? So, I think AD shot pretty well from three, but nobody else did. So, uh, I mean, it's a good game plan by them. And But again, that, that changes everything, though, if Mike's out there. He does knockdown knock down shots, he guys. But shout out to Men's Society for closing out the game. And this is the team that's been in six. That everybody kind of has felt like they're kind of the misnomer team that nobody's going to care about. They probably get their butt kicked all season, and they come out one, and we two. So, shout out to them.
0: Yeah. Um now the second game of the night, Baybrook Boys versus Boot Gang. Baybrook Boys were able to get the win. Uh 102 68 blowout fashion. No moss game. Um So you know, coming into this game, I thought it would be a lot closer simply because it was uh, you know, basically you could basically say it was Baybrook versus Baybrook. A lot of guys on Boot Gang um, are on Baybrooks uh in Baybrook's league, and then you have um the official baybrook boys uh they had everybody though uh they weren't missing anybody uh oh they were missing Kozart and, and still sloan we haven't seen sloan yet and brandon didn't come this week but uh uh drake uh, made his uh his debut and uh, i don't mean um drake as uh, aka um what's his real name i forget his real name who about uh the rapper.
1: Um,
0: Drake uh oh oh, Aubrey, oh Yeah, Arby. <laughs> yeah not that not that Drake. Uh Drake Drake uh Drake Green. And um he was actually playing well. Um mid range game was going uh very 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 nice. Um eighteen points very efficient game for him. Uh Lamarcus you know he was low, low volume shooting tonight. I oh, well that uh that night um uh, fourteen points and those guys were very very balanced when you look at it. Um everybody again scoring double figures. Uh, they were led uh, that game by Zach. Uh, Ken Fisher had a, a breakout game. Bradley George was super efficient. He was making everything. And, and this team is looking like the team that everyone uh, kind of expected when you bring your best uh, group uh, from Baybrook and, and making and put them all to one. Um, this is what you're going to get. Uh, you're going to get this kind of output: 102 uh, to 68. And the Boo Gang is really, really struggling right now. They're still uh, trying to put it all together uh there's there's rumors that they're going to have a f- a few pieces added uh to the team they're going to need it uh but guys really aren't even getting any attempts uh from what I'm seeing DeMarcus is probably the only guy that's been uh consistent uh but this game was more for him this game was more like uh too little too late kind of those Dak Prescott uh numbers where he you know loads up on the stats at the end of the game uh not like the not like the first game the first game he was you know there were meaningful buckets uh this time it was you know, no zero to no impact, kind of like LeBron does, uh, you know, most <laughs> nights. But anyway, go ahead, though, Sean. <laughs> uh, um,
1: um, I really must say, shout out to Baybrook for coming for taking care of business. Uh, so I want to give them a shout out, uh, for taking care of the business. And this was kind of Baybrook versus Baybrook, uh, with them having some Baybrook guys, but because it's not the same old boot gang team, Mm-mm. um. I'm hoping that Bougain gets milk. Uh because I think this is the thing about Bougain. I think they're really good with another score. Yeah. Whether that be guys from the past like Rashawn or Musso, um or uh DeBeer. Or but they have really good role players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have excellent role players, but you put another guy who put the ball in the hole to go along with Demarcus, and you got Muzz, Jeff, Jamil, uh, and Cody. Like, and Marcus, I I think that's a good team. I think it's a really good team. Uh, but again, it's, it's a they're a good team with a lot of good role players who just need another score. Um, so. You Give them another score, I think they're fine. Uh, will that happen over the next week or so? We'll see. Uh, but to Baybrooks, I think they were they got their feet wet last week, and you know, they the Bulls kind of took it to them. Um, uh, and might have been a little frustrated. Uh, but like I said, it's going to be a learning curve for them, they got to learn the rules, and some different guys they're playing, the competition is different. Uh, so. They just seem a little bit more settled this week. And at the end of the day, they shoot the ball well. Um, they didn't shoot his lights out as they did the first week when they lost. I uh, don't you know what I'm saying, uh, coincidentally. But they they got anything they wanted. Uh, they jumped on gang early, and they pretty much never took their foot off the gas. And, I mean, hey, I mean, they made them say no mas. Yeah, This is what it is. They, they, they kind of put it on them early. And look, it's this balance score. 14, 18, 16, 23, 23, 23. like It's ballot scoring 19. Uh, they they have a well-rounded team win, and they got their first win over here in Cyprus. So shout out to them. They have bragging rights over the uh Vapor got Their own boot game now. <laughs> 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 so going into this week, we'll definitely see what's uh to come going forward.
0: All right, <clears throat> and the nine o'clock game, Squad One uh versus the Bullets. You know, historic matchup uh, between these two franchises. But uh, squad one definitely took care of business. Um, I thought the first half was, uh, you know, was interesting. But the second half was just too much. Uh, too much squad one. And they just pulled away. Um, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, Shannon, you know, he did his best uh, with 20, 24 and 10. I thought Larry shot the ball extremely well. Uh, but they just, they just didn't have enough to to get it done. Uh BJ has to be more um BJ has to be more he has to have more impact on the game. I think I feel like he didn't. And uh that kind of cost him a little bit. Uh but squad one, they just look like a poised team right now. A team to be uh reckoned with. You got Jalen Allen coming off the bench, uh leading the team and scoring with 27 points. Um he missed one shot. <laughs> it was a, it was a late three. Um, but other than that, he was absolutely spectacular, uh, shooting 92% from the field, had some lob dunks, some highlight plays, had a gang of steals. And I tell you, that's the most underrated part of his game is, is his defense. He's very good on ball defender. Um, Marcus had another solid game. Um, you know, Danny doing what he does and and Javon, um, just, you know, cruising, just basically in cruise control. That game looked, to me it looked kind of easy for squad one i I expected a better performance from the bullets but uh that's not what i got uh which gives me the the title uh for this podcast um ain't my type of hype uh it just wasn't it just wasn't and i thought uh this game was the hype was gonna definitely uh be warranted but it wasn't so uh, that's what i got yeah
1: um Hey, and look, you've you had no reason not to be uh, hyped by it, let alone everybody else about this game, because this is the first time this game has not been a one-possession game. So every game before this has come down to one possession, either a game winner, a turnover, whatever the case may be, and this time, you know, uh, squad one took control. It wasn't nip and tuck until about midway through the third, where I think, squad one, took control of the game. And I think their league got it to as much as 12 at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, J- Jalen gives them another element that's just different. Uh And I'm not going to say which one is better, but like with, with Elston, who may be the toughest matchup in the whole league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elston Turner, E.T.,
0: uh, he gets it done from the half court. Uh, yeah, he gonna post
1: you up. He can beat you off the dribble. Transition. Transition. But with Jalen, the difference is he makes Javon play faster. He mm. Makes Marcus play faster. He makes Danny, he makes Danny run the floor. And so now Squad One may be a more difficult matchup because they play a lot faster now. They get a lot more possessions with Jalen on the floor because he's getting up and down. Uh whereas like E. T. he's gonna mostly slow the gonna slow the game down a little bit and he's gonna get the job done in the half court. Um now down stretcher games, if they ever have a close game, that's when you want E. T. on the floor. No mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But in this case when you're up nine, ten points old time, I mean, Jalen's putting you away. You know what I'm saying? And he, he, he from what I saw, he made Javon play faster. Um and Javon, probably hasn't, since he's been in our league, I see him play that fast or has a, a guy that he's throwing alley oops to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are used to alley oops to him. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he, like I said, between uh, Jalen being a, a good on-ball defender, also the most impressive thing with him is, you know, in the teams that he's been on in the past, where it's been never scared or, uh, what's the name? Uh, Pure Water, or all those different squads he's had in the past. I mean, not Baybrook, uh, uh, the ballers, the City Center ballers. All those teams that he's been on in the past, he's been ball dominant. Uh, Where he's the primary ball handler, he creates for everybody, he does everything. With this squad, he plays off the ball a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he still let him in scoring, playing off the ball. Uh, So, I mean, he's a problem, man. Uh, And look, he got four steals. I think he got mad
0: at you the last time he played because he said you ain't put him on all defense first game or something like that. He still hasn't forgotten that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, I think he's a guy that's kind of – he's going to make it very difficult for squad one to be. There's going to be a matchup problem, especially in transition. And think about him running the floor with Marcus running up the sideline. A lot of those crazy threes Marcus shoots. They're going to be open now because you have to worry about Jalen running up the sideline on the other side. Uh, so, think about it, you know, Johnny has to shoot the ball better. He has to play a better game. You know, Shannon had an okay game. Andrew didn't have his best game. He got to get more shots up. He only got 10 shots up. Uh, Larry played really well. And, uh... BJ. Swit. But, yeah, I mean, I was going to get on BJ. But, you know, hey, BJ got to play better. Uh, so, with that... Um, when this matchup happens again, I expect it to be a good matchup going forward, but I mean, squad one's the only undefeated team left. You called it. And it's, and it's two weeks in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you called it, though. It
1: may, I did call it. And it may be like that for a we had no choice but to be like that for a while now, because, well, we'll, we'll talk about the next week matchups, but.
0: Yeah, I took matchup next week, but I can't say that I'm going to call them the not the favorite in that. Mm. But we'll see. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week. Um, well, we can't say because we just actually just posted it. Um, but we will make that decision uh, tomorrow night. What time is it? 10... So I'll just I'll make sure I check around nine o'clock, and uh and see who whatever, whatever whoever's winning at nine, that'll be our winner. Um, let's talk about who you think is gonna win. I think Jalen is gonna win just because he did what he did off the bench, and then he only missed one shot. So I mean, yeah. hey, that's tough to beat. Yeah, I mean guys lead the
1: game scoring off the bench. It's pretty
0: impressive. Mhm. So that's what you' rolling with.
1: Yeah, I'll I just say, you know, I'm go probably going with the young goat and, and, and the baby goat. Uh, and, and we'll say
0: that he'll probably edge out of everybody else for a player of the week. Yeah, I mean, you got some guys on there that are kind of deserving. I'm looking at um, uh, McCormick. Uh, he had an all-around game. Um, Zach from uh, Baybrook Boys, he had a pretty solid game. Um and but it's hard to make an impact on baby boys when you have that many guys on the court. You know, but he was able to he was able to lead the team in scoring. So that's why I put him on there. Like the fact that he led the team in scoring with all that talent um says a lot. Um and then you have Angelo who's currently leading. Um he had a double-double and I think he might have been the reason why um why men's society was able to get the win. So uh shout out to Angelo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm I'm still thinking, Jalen. Yeah, 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 Jalen. I, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he should win, but we'll see. But I, I will say this though. I I like Zach's game a lot, though. Like I said, he, he looks like a young, born driver. just how he played, how he defends the whole nine. I, I, I really like what what I'm seeing out of him. I, I can't believe he said he didn't know who that was. He said he. He said he does not know who that was. He said, he said his game, his game is, yeah, yeah, because I was just like, bro, are you serious? He, um, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you know, guys have compared his game to Ginobili. I said, like, I can see that, I can see Ginobili comparison, but only reason why I said Goran Dragic is because, you know, he's a smaller guard. Like, Goran Dragic is like 6'2", 6'3". That's around his size. He's about 6'1", you know, but is like 6'5". You know, that's, that's, that's a, that's a little different. He might, Ginobili might be 6'6", I don't know. But, um. No, he's definitely a uh, Yeah, yeah, and especially like Phoenix Suns druggy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. Um, we're gonna start for me. I'm gonna start at the bottom. Um, I think it goes without saying, boot gang. Definitely should be uh, number six after that god a performance. Um, I think they would agree with that. Um, I got my team, actually, 3 and D, uh, dropping from number two to number five. And the only reason why I was dropping down to five is because uh, I don't feel like Minister Society is better than the Bullets. And I don't feel like, um, I feel like since we lost to um to um, Society, they're going to be ahead of us. And Baybrook Boys, they looked uh, the most impressive. Um, I know the Bullets beat them, but you know, like I said, this is a week to week power ranking, so that's how I have it. I got three and D5, Minnesota Society four, Bullets three, Baybrook Boys two, and of course Squad one, number one, undefeated, unblemished, untarnished. Uh,
1: I'm not gonna be too far off on that, but I'm definitely going with uh, Boot Gang six, no doubt. Um, I mean, do I need to really say more about their at this point? I think I already talked about it. Um, <laughs> five. yeah, you know,
0: it's like that you gotta go from two to uh, yeah, you got to five. Yeah, I mean, that's how it has to go, like you know, like especially like week two because week two, like you can go from the top to the bottom just like that. Yeah, and some other yeah. team that can go from the bottom to the top. But I think like around week four, week five, it starts to fill in a little bit and then you don't drop as far. Yeah. So I mean it's yeah, not so surprising. Three
1: and D and five. I'm actually going to
0: Bros four mm. because um, they be, not value the, point, win. Not the win. Not value the win. They look they boot game look just bad. So you're not valuing the win. <laughs> back I mean, to back now. back to the Sean formula. But
1: yeah. <laughs> And I'm not saying that Vapor Boy. They look. They took care of their business. Yeah. So that, that does mean something because you guys didn't take care of y'all business. Exactly. You know so they took care of their business. So i, I But with that being said, Boot Gang looked terrible. Uh, that's why though. Uh, therefore, and I still have to put the bullets at three because
0: even in a loss, the bullets look respectable
1: Yeah. And they also beat the uh, Vapor B- 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 Boys the week before. Right. So I'm going to play- take that into consideration. And they beat them the week before, and they still are very respectful. And I
0: lost to who? The best team. Right. 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 So I'm going I'm to put them at three.
1: Uh, even though, like I said, I can't even be a hard Bullets critic. I've been saying
0: I was gonna be a hard Bullets critic this season. And man, you haven't you haven't lived up to I'm that. Not, <laughs>
1: I haven't lived up to it at all. I didn't live up to it at all. Uh, but I'm gonna still put them in three. Two definitely going on with uh, surprisingly I guess. Men's society. Well, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much, probably.
0: Uh but men's society. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said you weren't going to be too far off Our shit is completely different <laughs> <laughs> Completely different <laughs>
1: I think they got a valuable win Against a team that I had number two Yeah. And be truth be told They were leading the whole game
0: Yeah And Miss Society was number six Last week Yes yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I really value their
1: win Of all the one and one teams I value their win More than anybody else's, and uh, I will say, you know, Squad One had the best win. But considering that Squad One right now is what six and one against the Bullets all time,
0: uh, is that the record? Really say that that was just a great win for them? They're just something they've been doing. Not taking anything away from them, but it's not a rivalry, according to (laughs) Squeezy. And you know. I'm not going to say anything. I'll, I'll say that for later. But, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna definitely going to go, go one one, and I can't believe it, but next side is two. Who wouldn't know? No. Mm. I'm not mad at that, though. I mean, that's that says a lot about us. I mean, you you value a win against us, unlike last, the last season or the season before that or the season <laughs> before that or the season before that. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Okay. Um, now, the Predictions. Three and D versus the Bullets, seven o'clock game. Uh, I like this matchup. I think we have to be careful. Um, as long as everyone's there, and um, we come with a game plan to slow down. Uh, Shannon going downhill. I think we should be fine. I am going to say um, Jeremy Hines does not have the type of shooting performance he did uh, week two, and I think we I think we take care of business with uh, with AD. And Mike, um, spacing the floor, being able to uh, get inside and out. Um, guard, I think the guard play is going to be key. So uh, I got us winning that game 95-92.
1: Okay. Well, wait a bit on yourself, man. You're a bad man. Yeah. you on yourself. And again, man, I really suck at this, man. I want to be a tough bullets critic. but I can't for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Bullets. Going to give you guys two losses in a row. There's some things about you guys that I didn't like last week. And
0: I'm not
1: sure...
0: Minus Mike? Minus
1: Mike. There's some other things I don't like about you guys that I saw last week. It's just your lack of intensity on defense. Mm I agree with that. uh, Just don't seem to care all the time on defense of certain guys on your team, so... Uh, you're completely content with getting scored on as long as you know you go back and get yours back. Um, so I think against a team like the the Bullets, who has Shannon going downhill, but Johnny who can put up thirty to forty at any moment. Hey man, you can't just not try to shut them down. Uh, so I'm actually going Bullets and going to get you guys your second loss of the year. Uh, here you
0: go bullet ninety-four to ninety. Okay. Minister Society versus Boot Gang. Um one might say a struggling team versus a team on the rise. Uh I'm gonna go with Minister Society to win their second game in a row over Boot Gang who is struggling right now. I could be wrong. Um, but I, from what I saw last week, I don't see any reason to to think that Boot Gang is gonna get it together unless um they just don't have an answer for Demarcus, which is a possibility. I believe DeMarcus will have a huge game, but um not sure if that's gonna be enough. So I'm gonna say Minnesota Society gets the win uh eighty five to seventy nine.
1: Yeah, I'm not going straight away from that. Uh definitely meant society. Let's gonna be a number two team, have a very impressive win last week. Um uh, definitely going with them. Eighty six to eighty. um society.
0: Okay. You said eighty six to
1: eighty.
0: Mm-hmm. And the first game you said ninety
1: four ninety? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, trying to get all these in because we're gonna post that on the story. On uh When do we normally do it? Do we do a game day or the night before? Uh,
1: the
0: night before you. Night before, okay. 9490 Bullets. And we're saying we're both in agreement that Minister Society will win. Okay. And the last game of the night, we have, oh wait, that's not it, oh there it is, last game of the night, squad one versus Baybrook boys, I'm going with squad one, um, this should be the game of the season so far for the regular season, and if I'm not mistaken, they won't, oh they will play them again week eight, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they'll play them again week eight, so far this will be the game of the season, I'm gonna say squad one gets the win ninety seven to ninety
1: five. Mm. I'm actually going
0: uh go ahead, bucket by uh Javon. I actually don't see it being that way. I think uh Squad one's the
1: Kings right now and the uh, favorite board of new kids on the block. Uh and
0: I and I mean that in a very respectful way. Uh okay. obviously
1: make some noise, but you know, I think the kings are are very much so have them on notice. Mm-hmm. And so I think the, the the old line wants to show why they're the old line. Uh, and so I definitely I, I have a
0: ninety five eighty six. Mm. Uh convincing win. Convincing win. Okay. I like it. All right. uh, Let's move on to our final topic of the night. We got movie reviews. All right. Time for our movie reviews. We got The Longest Yard. Uh, One of my favorites. Another great Adam Sandler movie. I think I'm I'm not mistaken. Adam Sandler has a pretty good athletic background. He can hoop, though. That's one thing people don't know. Like Adam Sandler, he has a nice bank shot. Nice little mid-range game. got a decent (laughs) handle. You know what I'm saying for a celebrity because you got a lot of celebrities who think they can hoop, but they really can't. I've scouted this guy Adam Sandler. Dog. He's a, he's, a, he's a pretty good athlete, but yeah. uh, but the longest yard. This movie came out in 2005. Um, one of my favorite movies. Uh, budget was 90 million. Let me see how much did they make. Budget was 90 million, and they made 191 million at the box office. So pretty decent, pretty decent payout. Uh, I don't know how much of that money had to go to Adam Sandler, <laughs> but uh, you know, you know him, he normally gets paid pretty well. But um, I like the movie. Um, you, know, you got Nelly, Chris Rock, um, Burt Reynolds, Bob Sapp, who was a hilarious fighter. Like, I don't take him seriously when it comes to fighting. Um, just 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 a just a, a really well rounded movie. Uh, oh, how can I forget Michael Irvin, um, Goldberg, just uh, a great cast. I thought it all uh came together um for for a very a solid film. Now, I like the premise of this movie when you're talking about a guy who made a mistake, goes to jail, makes something of himself, has an opportunity to sell out or, you know, keep it real and and uh, and, and stay with the crew. And he decides to uh, to keep it real. He definitely didn't want to, he didn't want to sell out. Um I think there were some points that <clears throat> that were made in this movie that kinda goes on in real life. Guys taking uh deals to, to to fix games and, you know, some underhanded stuff. We know Tim Donahue definitely was fixing games. I believe these things go on all the time, probably just unnoticed. Um but hey. Um all in all it's a great film. I thought um I thought the football aspect of the movie was pretty good and having a try out. Um you know approaching the guys and Adam was was approaching the guys. He had to earn the guys respect. Playing one on one <laughs> with uh, Michael Irvin yeah. I was like That was definitely My favorite scene Right there for sure um, I remember he crossed uh, He crossed Michael Irvin up <laughs> And tried to score And then uh, Terry Crews Just came out of nowhere And just tossed it <laughs> he, didn't touch, he, didn't come his he beat it up he beat Like up real bad Hey, <laughs> he beat that shot up Real bad dog <laughs> Yeah he did He, like, so he actually threw it he did. I said, "Oh man," but um, but yeah, I, I like I enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought the play calling was great too. Like they, the plays looked like it re- like a real live football game. It not it, it really didn't look like acting it was uh, pretty comparable to um to the movie we talked about before. Um, uh, any given Sunday, I thought it looked pretty realistic. Yeah, um, it actually. Well, you
1: know, it had like a lot of former pros in there
0: too. Like you know, like, that might be why. That might be
1: why. Yeah, yeah. He, so they had like Bill Romanowski was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh he's, he's one of the, the racist white cops, him and Stone Coast he Mm-hmm. who also before he uh a a wrestler, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, he was a, a college football player. He played at I wanna say he played in North Texas. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so he played at North Texas, Goldberg played at Georgia. Mm. Um Terry Cruz played in the NFL for the Falcons. Yep. Um who else? Uh, Kevin Nash was on there, but Kevin Nash was a basketball player. Yeah. Um. Uh, Michael Irvin, obviously, was a Hall of Fame football player. Yep. But Michael Irvin actually played, he played both in the high school. He actually, he said his final choice was between Miami and, uh, did he tell me Syracuse? Not, not tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he, I think he said Syracuse. Yeah. And he said, in Syracuse, and he said, Syracuse is going to let him play both ways. Said, Syracuse go going to him play basketball, it's been crazy thing about him playing with Jim Behind, Bo- yeah, and play football. Uh, but he ended up picking the U because so it was closer to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he obviously excelled uh, playing football, like the name he became all American football. Uh, I mean, a uh, Hall of Fame football player. Uh, who else? Uh, even Nelly, uh, was a, a shortstop, a baseball shortstop, yeah. Uh, so, you know, he he's an athletic guy as
0: well. He looked um, like a real running back in that movie, too.
1: Yeah, he was a pretty good running back in the movie. He was a shifty, moving guy. Uh, and like I said,
0: the one, the least athletic guy, that probably was like Bob Sapp or the great Khali. Uh, and <laughs> Bob, they were the two biggest
1: guys on the on the movie. <laughs> Bob, Bob Sapp was that trash, was man. <laughs> <laughs> he made Boston go huge. Uh, Uh, and be
0: honest with you, for their size, they are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, for their size. But, like, they're probably, like, the least two least athletic guys on the movie, as big as they are. Um, but, yeah, I think between them having real football players who actually play football and other sports, uh, I think that's kind of led to, uh, them having an actual pretty good football movie. Like you said, some of the plays, even some of, like, the blocking schemes where I saw guys blocking, um, some of the forum tackling, I
0: was like, you can tell that was, like, worked on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you tell somebody, like, like, Bill Romanowski probably was like, hey, you don't you tackle don't like this. Like, he probably told guys. Like, you know
1: what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, they, they have some really, really uh, actually good football teams. Obviously, they had the, the obvious movie football teams, right? Like, stuff that's, like, unrealistic. But, uh, no, overall, a good movie. Yeah. Um, was it, what's his name? It was was Cruz.
0: What was his first name on there? Cruz? I can't remember what album.
1: Yeah, like Oh, Paul Paul
0: Crew. Uh, Paul Crew. Paul Crew. Paul Crew. It was Paul Crew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Paul Crew, you know what
1: I'm saying? Throwing the tight spirals. Uh and there were lessons in the movie too, uh, obviously. Um uh, but it, it, overall a good movie. Uh Michael Irvin was like an absolute freak at times. He as did. Far as athleticism, uh on the movie. Uh, but it, it's obviously one of my favorites so it's
0: funny because I actually saw the original with Burt Reynolds in it uh, yeah. from the, the 1960s 70s Yeah, um, and cause my, my grandmother actually used to like Burt Reynolds for that reason She yeah, she liked um
1: <laughs> I actually saw the movie as a kid the original version uh and so when they kind of did the remake and did all the, the cool stuff and added all the great stuff to it I'm just like you know I, I really 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 enjoyed it uh Honestly, it was a good idea that they
0: didn't have Chris Rock playing any football parts in the movie. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they know they know his they know his limitations.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they understood his skill set. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but overall, like I said, I think it's a great movie. It's funny, and like I said, they have some good actual football parts in the movie, and and I think they understood people's skill set too. Um, I think they understood what uh, you know, Kevin Ash and Bob Sapp and. Michael Irvin, they actually, you can tell they had football people doing football things. They put people in the correct spots and positions. Mm-hmm. Even with, uh, I think they had Stone Cold, he was like the fullback. And when he ran the ball, he looked like a fullback. He, he did. He the ball like a fullback running.
0: He did. You
1: know. Uh, Who's hit him? So, see, somebody hit him and made a, a,
0: a poop on himself. Oh, um, I don't know. He got him good, though.
1: Yeah, who was that? But anyways, yeah. Uh so he just you no know, they,
0: they, they put guys at the correct position in the correct spots and it made a lot of sense uh where it was. So I really enjoyed the movie. I give it a P plus. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Now, uh before we wrap up, next week we will recap another fan favorite by yours truly Adam Sandler. <laughs> We're gonna do Waterboy. <laughs> Waterboy. <laughs> now that's a funny movie right there. Um yeah. I I think that's, that one's definitely worth watching again. Um, so we got Waterboy uh, this week. Now, I was going to ask you, there's a couple that's on the list that I'm just like, they're borderline not really truly football movies. And I, I'll get your opinion on that. So what do you think about, um, well, I know Remember the Titans is definitely going to be on our list at some point. But what do you think about Jerry Maguire? Is that a true football movie?
1: Not really, but the football scenes are true football scenes.
0: Yeah, and then you you got you you, t- you see like you dive a little deeper with the advertisements, um, the uh, the endorsements. Uh, you get to go behind the scenes. You really kind of see what the agent goes through. You know what I'm saying? Like they showed enough football, but I don't know if you would quantify that as uh, a football movie. Also, what about um, uh, what's the movie with Bruce Willis? Oh, uh, uh, last boy scout. Last boy scout. That's not enough football, right? <laughs> nah, nah. nah. <laughs> no. Way more action. They, they dudes run on the football field shooting, shooting people with guns. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely not enough football. That's more the sports
1: <laughs> <enough> gambling.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, like, that uh, that won't work. Like the, the gray white hype being an uh, actual boxer movie. Uh, probably not. Yeah, but, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, okay. I know Gridiron Gang would be considered a football movie, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I I do Gridiron Gang,
0: yeah. Okay. What about Concussion?
1: Probably not. Because I'm trying to think. I don't know if they have... I just don't remember I remember them showing old football stuff but I don't remember them actually doing any real football just scenes with actors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back at the top of my head. I mean, I
0: guess it's a football movie,
1: but yeah, I don't remember. Just I to, when I think about the football movies, I, I really think about the scene.
0: Yeah, Kinda like white man can't jump, right? Like white man can't jump doesn't have any pros in, right? But it definitely <laughs> has a lot of basketball in. Yeah, yeah. I, we and when we did our basketball, we did talk about that. Yeah. We did that right, movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just something to think about. Uh, there, there's quite a few to choose from. So I just, you know, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Well. Episode one eighty four in the books. Uh, we got week three coming up uh, Wednesday. Uh, it's Sunday night uh, right now, so we got a little break. Uh, we'll have the um, the power rank power rankings posted either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, we will find out who won Player of the Week, and we will also post our predictions for tonight's episode on the podcast on uh, the story Tuesday night. Uh, just to remind you guys, so you don't forget. Um, uh, coming in uh, Wednesday. Just so you know, we have some, some um, you know, some receipts. Cause you know, guys like to be like, oh, you said uh, this, you said that. No, 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 I didn't. It's right there. Okay. So, um, and also I want to do some spreads too. Uh, guys want to know, you know, what's what's the spread? I forgot to uh, include that instead of just the the flat out prediction. So I will put a I will put a, a over under, and a spread uh, for you guys coming up. But uh, live uh, via cell phone. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We are out.